When time stops, scene 8A, take two. Action. ¿Qué está diciendo mi hija? I don't like it when you call me that. What, mija? Eight months of planning and 14 versions of the script later, student film When Time Stops started filming January 27th. Do you feel like you're giving birth? A little bit. Oh, She's in labor. <laughs> that was communication and Bean and Senior Ana Castanero. She's directing the film with Bean and Fifth Year Sebastian Ortiz. When Time Stops is about a Mexican-American family in Chicago navigating familial ties amid changes in their community. Ortiz said, despite Chicago having the second largest population of Mexican immigrants in the country, there isn't much representation of their experience in pop culture. I felt really inclined to like put out this story because I think it's a very universal experience, but it it has moments of if you know, you know. It's a representation of the Chicago experience and a Mexican experience all throughout the U.S. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Anita Lee. This is Pod Culture, a podcast about arts and culture on campus and beyond. In this episode, we're looking behind the scenes of a narrative short film about gentrification in Pilsen, a Chicago neighborhood on the west side with a predominantly Latino population. The movie tells the story of Raul, a man recently released from prison and living with his daughter and her mother. When the family faces eviction, they fight to keep their home. Ortiz and Castanero said the plot was inspired by their work with AMPT, or the Arts and Music Programs for Education in Detention Centers. AMPT is a music mentorship program where Northwestern students work with residents of the Cook County Juvenile Temporary Detention Center to create a space for creativity and give residents tools to create their own music. Castanero said some of AMPT's participants were from Pilsen, and hearing their experiences made her wonder about their life after incarceration. We're talking about just like Pilsen as a neighborhood, and we're like, what would this kid's life look like in the next 20 years? I wonder how hard that would be when, you know, he has to figure out a way to like assimilate back to society, when like the tech has changed, the culture has changed, amidst a neighborhood that's dealing with a lot of gentrification since the 80s and 90s. What if we reposition this story to be fictional and then take place in 2024? So that's kind of where the idea came from. The two submitted a proposal and won the Department of Radio Television Films Media Arts Grant, which helps students create short films and other media projects. The duo spent months researching and discussing how to tell the story and decided to film the piece in Pilsen despite its distance from Evanston. Typically, student films shoot closer to campus. I think a lot of them, because of these kinds of hurdles, tend to avoid geographic specificity in like some some general location in some general area so I think like challenging it to be in Pilsen as it's has such a vibrant community and a vibrant history something we wanted to and we're able to pull off we wanted to prioritize the authenticity first and foremost going to Pilsen to film it felt like the least we could do many crew members mentioned that authenticity and accuracy were key to the film Castanero said the team spent a lot of time going to Pilsen last summer to do research. They took photos, listened to podcasts, read books, and spoke with community organizations to learn about their experiences with gentrification, community, art, and resistance. We also interviewed different perspectives in the community to see how we can make this story come to life, especially as people that aren't from Pilsen specifically, just to make sure that when it comes time to shooting that we're in the right place and we're not painting a picture of some, someone's experience that's not accurate. The team also hired Pilsen residents to contribute to the production and help maintain cultural accuracy. Among them was 23-year-old Maru, who was born and raised in Pilsen. 
Hired to design the set, Maru said they were inspired by homes they'd grown up around. The set's props include books in Spanish, sticks of Palo Santo, and an empty Jaritos bottle. I want everything to feel like it's part of their home. The whole premise of the movie is that they might be evicted. So I wanted to feel so homey and so like a haven for them that it's that much more scary and frightening and violent that they get it ripped from them. For Maru, working on the film was about fighting the stereotypes they say can come with being from Pilsen. When I was younger, I had friends who couldn't come here because their family thought it was a hood. It's all about fighting that dehumanization that a lot of people have to face. I really appreciate that they asked me and actually take my opinion as it matters, because it does. Anybody's opinion um, matters when it's a project that is based on their story. Co-producer and communication junior Evelyn Masariego wants when time stops to show a holistic perspective of people society has stigmatized. It's so complex. You're not going to be able to show everything at once, but if you're going to talk about it, I think the biggest thing is you don't want to criminalize the characters. Like, you want to be able to emphasize with them, but you also don't want to portray them as victims. It's so important to show that they're powerful and resilient because they are. Shooting ends February 4th, and the film is scheduled to premiere in late May at the Media Arts Grant premiere. Castanero hopes this film has an impact in Evanston, but also beyond. I think having validation, especially from Pilsen residents who might have gone through the same thing, I think that would be an honor. And so I just hope that it strikes an emotional chord and people can maybe understand another perspective a little bit better. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Anita Lee. Thanks for listening to another episode of Pod Culture. This episode was reported and produced by me. The audio editor of The Daily Northwestern is Anita Lee. The digital managing editors are Ashley Lee and Micah Sandy. And the editor-in-chief is Avani Kalra. Make sure to subscribe to The Daily Northwestern's podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear more episodes like this.